Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 255. Hey, my Richers, I'm Hayut, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. How are you? Patrick Parker's one key success factor is focus. Because there's so much noise going on in the world about what works and what doesn't work. We use proven frameworks to help entrepreneurs focus on the activities that are actually going to add value to their business, especially in the early stages, so they don't waste time on activities or tasks that aren't going to move. And I agree with Patrick. I believe that focus is the most important law of marketing. By the way, it always comes with the most cruel law of marketing, which is the law of sacrifice. Decide what should you sacrifice in order to focus on the right direction for you. I invite you to enjoy my conversation with Patrick. Patrick has so much experience with so many entrepreneurships so we can learn a lot from his story. Patrick B. Parker is an accomplished tech executive turned founder with domestic and international experience in operations, customer software development, multi-channel product distribution, and marketing involving both startup and growth operations. He has bootstrapped companies he founded to millions in ARR and has raised venture capital to build out teams to refine product features and user experiences and to execute go-to-market strategies. Today, his company works with amazing entrepreneurs that are looking to make a major impact within their industry. Let's listen to Patrick's story. Patrick Parker, what a great opportunity to have you here. Hi! Absolutely. Hey, Hayut. I appreciate you for having me on today. It's a great pleasure to have you here today. And I just shared with our audience, our listeners, what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today and where are you heading? Yeah, absolutely. So as far as passion, um, I'm extremely uh, uh, deeply involved in software as a service. Love technology, love innovation. Uh, those are definitely uh, my passions. But my purpose is really helping uh, young entrepreneurs and, and brand builders in building out their businesses, helping to make them successful and helping to de-risk the process. Does it have any connection to SaaS companies or any other companies as well? Yeah, so... I did a lot of SaaS primarily up front. That's, that's kind of what my background is. Uh, I was a, a software architect before launching my own business uh, and then started building out uh, 
enterprise software, web apps, mobile apps, things of that nature. And then from there, kind of got into brand and business building as well uh, as being uh, involved on the software side. So at this point, it uh, doesn't necessarily have to be software as a service companies, although I'm extremely uh, uh, well versed in that mm-hmm. domain. But um, yeah, we, we do a lot of other businesses as well. We do physical products. Uh, we do e-commerce. We, uh, we do a lot. So what is unique about the help that you provide to entrepreneurs and startup founders? Sure. So I think that what our clients really love about working with SaaS partners is that we take a, a holistic approach, right? You have traditionally companies that will uh, operate within the realm of genius, which may be software development. Then you have another company that does marketing. You have another company that support and things of that nature. So when you look at all of those uh, in terms of the different uh, functional domains within running a business, it can be very fragmented. And you can oftentimes find yourself using multiple partners in order to, uh, in order to grow, in order to launch, uh, in order to scale your, your business. So what we've done is we've gone uh, above and beyond to bring in experts in all of the various functional domains so that we have that expertise uh, all in-house. So that means that our clients can expect uh, one point of contact when uh, they're trying to grow their business, when they're trying to get updates on projects, when they're trying to uh, get support or anything else that it may be. And then they have one bill that's that's transparent. So they're not having to manage relationships with a large number of, of agencies or vendors uh, in order to, to launch, operate, and eventually scale their business. Right. You're an entrepreneur yourself, and I would like to ask you what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that's listening to us right now mainly regarding customer focus and customer approach, but it can be regarding any other uh, subject as well. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing is, is just to start now, right? I, I see so many people that uh, they spend so much time on the analysis, on the research, on, on the background, and they forget to talk to customers, right? They forget to uh, go a, a mile deep and an inch wide uh, and instead go a mile wide and an inch deep, right? Mm. The, the problem with that mm. is they're, they're not really connecting with the pain points that their ideal customer profiles are having. So they're not adequately prepared to, to serve them, right? So the biggest thing is start having those conversations with people in your, your target audience. Start understanding what, what challenges that they're facing and then understanding what possible solutions may look like. So instead of... of you know, writing an entire business plan, spend more time engaging with the people that you're actually trying to solve a problem for, spend more time with rapid prototyping and, and rapid market testing uh, so that you really have a, a firm grasp uh, around the struggles of the people that you're, you're looking to, to help. Hmm. Great advice. I'm sure you've got successes and we will ask about it in a minute. But I would like to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? Yeah, I don't. So we have, we've gotten a, an extremely high uh, retention rate from our customers. I, I think we've had one customer of, of, out of several hundred that have, 
have ever opted to, to leave and go work somewhere else. Uh, I think the, the struggles that I've I've had have not been as much with customers as as market conditions, right? I mean, I, as a serial entrepreneur starting out uh, businesses from a young age, I've failed uh, and I've, I've failed a lot, right? But the, the biggest thing is from each of those failures comes a, a lesson, right? And some of those lessons have, have been learned the hard way um, and have ended to having to shut down various ventures that I had, had started. Um, some of them uh, were primarily around cash flow. Some of them were around uh, storytelling and, and learning how to be a more effective communicator, uh, especially when trying to uh, help people usher in innovation in specific industries. None of them have ever really re revolved around uh, the customer themselves, though. So it's more been around being able to, to bring on capital or to manage cash flow and things of that nature. So, I mean, I'm sure there's instances where there's been miscommunication at times, um, but nothing so critical that it has ever forced a, a, a client or a customer to, to sever their ties with us. Hmm. And now I would like to ask you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers. Sure. I mean, I, I think so as an entrepreneur, again, I've, I've launched a, a ton of different ventures. The first one I was actually launched as a, a side hustle where I had uh, started up a staffing company. Uh, hmm. Grew it to a million in revenue uh, within wow. the first year. There's nothing glamorous uh, about staffing for me. Uh, enjoyed hmm. finding talent, enjoyed helping people uh, further their careers, but it, it wasn't something that I ultimately wanted to do, right? It was really just a, a means to an end. So what that did allow me to do is to have the, the seed capital to start my next venture, which was a software development company. And I think that uh, has probably been my, my greatest success story. Being able to self-fund, being able to bootstrap that to many millions in revenue in a short period of time, wow. to be able to work with just some incredible entrepreneurs that are that are innovating at a at a very rapid pace and that are are solving big problems. Um, so I think it's it's more for me about working with people that uh, are looking to make an impact and and change the world and being able to help them realize their dreams and to bring those to to fruition. So. You know, I, I've launched a bunch of software service, uh, software as a service companies myself, and, and several of them have been uh, successful, both from a, a bootstrapped and venture back perspective. But I think that my my greatest personal success or the greatest reward that I see is just being able to uh, help my, my clients and customers and being able to help them realize their dreams. I mean, that's there's nothing more rewarding than, you know, waking up to, to messages and, and success stories from clients where you've seen your clients uh, in major uh, national media outlets and, and, you know, just living their best life and, and knowing that you had a, a major part in, in making that happen. Hmm, right. Patrick, can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer-focused marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really helps you win and might help other entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, I mean, w without a doubt, that would be a, a customer relationship management tool or a CRM. So we're a HubSpot agency here. We love HubSpot. 
Hmm. Uh, shout out to HubSpot. But um, the biggest thing there is, is it helps you visualize uh, what that customer journey looks like, right? It helps you track that customer. It helps you create touch points around that customer's experience and around around their, their journey. So you always know exactly where they are within the process. And then it makes it extremely easy to target uh, those customers in terms of, of email or in terms of product promotion and things of that nature so that you can continue to, to best serve them. So that would, without a doubt, uh, be my number one recommendation. It's something that a lot of companies uh, are still missing out on. They, they either right. don't understand the value or they find it cost prohibitive. But it's one of those things that as soon as you have implemented it and in- integrated it within your, your software systems, that you will see an immediate result, right? You'll see a, a, a great ROI from it. Uh, and it's something that you'll have for forever that you can continue to expand and build out uh, as you begin to, to learn how the tool best functions and how to uh, how it can add value to your clients. I think that many of the uh, CRM companies neglect the challenge that companies have in uh, starting to work with CRMs. Sure. I mean, I, I think that even though they're, they're becoming more mainstream, there's still a, a learning curve involved, right? Because not only do you have to have knowledge of marketing and, and knowledge of, of how to engage customers at every level of the funnel, you also have to have knowledge of the CRM itself, right? So I think they're, they're making great strides in that area around uh, education and awareness. But again, it, it takes a, a very specific skill set uh, or a lot of time-intensive training in order to, to actually get the benefit that you're seeking in some cases, right? So I think as far as the user experience is, has gone, and especially the ease of use uh, around a lot of these tools, uh, it becomes a lot uh, easier to integrate them within your existing operating environment. Hmm. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. However, I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us win. And I want to ask you, what is your one key success factor? I say focus. Uh, the, the biggest thing there is, especially as we're working with clients, there's so much noise going on in the world around what works and, and what doesn't work. Um, and, and the biggest Thing that, that we stress to clients that they need to understand is that no two entrepreneurial journeys look alike. It's the same for your backstory as it is for your roadmap of, of where you're going, right? You wouldn't try to treat two completely different products in the same way in terms of how you're delivering, how you're onboarding customers, how you are uh, communicating the value proposition. So what we do at SaaS Partners is we use proven frameworks uh, to help entrepreneurs focus on the activities that are actually going to add value to their business, uh, especially in the, the early stages, so that they don't waste time uh, on activities or, or tasks that aren't going to move the needle, right? We want to make sure that we're getting them from point A to point B very quickly uh, and that that plan consists of executable uh, tasks that are going to drive revenue, drive growth, uh, and drive their customers to become successful. So in that term, it's just cut, cutting out all the noise and just remaining focused uh, on what those tasks are. Are those activities the same for any company? 
They are, uh, largely. So, again, you're going to have some nuances across industries, but for the most part, they're going to be aligned, right? You're always going to have to identify uh, who you're targeting from a, a client acquisition perspective, how deep you go uh, to understand your clients uh, needs to be comparative across industries. Uh, you're going to need to have certain softwares and certain things in place within your, your technical uh, ecosystem to make sure that you're able to, to run a metrics-based business, right, so that you can actually see what's working and what's not. The biggest thing that companies forget uh, is that they need to be able to capture and, and track, I mean, all of their business activities in a data-driven format, right, so that they can derive insights from those. And mm -hmm. so... You know, all of that is going to apply regardless of the type of business, regardless of the type of industry. The only thing that's really going to change is the overall business model, right? So you'll have the delivery of products or services that will change, the, the onboarding, the customer support uh, or tech support aspects that will change. But at the end of the day, those all still fit within the framework that, that we've developed, right? You just wouldn't apply the same type of activities or the same type of, of steps to a, a car manufacturer, for example, that you would uh, software as a service company, right? So it's just understanding what that existing environment looks like, understanding what the, uh, the need is and the services being provided, and then tailoring uh, that specific framework to fit the goals and objectives uh, of your client. Hmm. Thank you for that. And my last question is my mountain question. As my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. You know, step after step after step, and then when you reach the peak, usually you're looking to climb a higher peak. Sometimes you need to go down in order to reach the peak. And at some point I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with the mountains at all? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love this question because it's, it's such a good representation of, of the entrepreneurial journey. It's, it's interesting. So, so my brothers and I, uh, we go out and climb uh, 14ers every year, which obviously there's much, much bigger mountains in the world, but that's something that geographically is, is close to us and is obtainable. So, uh, we make a habit of, of going once or twice a year and, and hiking and climbing and reaching the summits. And, and, uh, there's a victory there. It's, uh, it's a great sense of accomplishment when you stare up at the, the wondrous beauty of, of kind of the great expanse below. And it's the same with entrepreneurship. So I'll tie it back. You know, sometimes the journey uh, looks very different than what you pictured in your mind. And no two entrepreneurs' journeys are the same, right? Sometimes you reach what you thought was the summit only for it to be a, a false summit, to have to then go down or, or trek back uh, in order to, to find the best route forward, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can continue climbing and ascending uh, and reaching a higher point. Right. And then you've right. got other entrepreneurs that that are so close to attaining success, uh, but ultimately fail. Right. So it's like anything else. It's uh, it's it's challenging. It's not for the uh, the meek at heart. It is for people that are, are voracious and, and determined uh, people that have the, the right mindset. 
to go and, and conquer those obstacles and to, to pursue their dreams of, of reaching the top, right? So I, I love that as a metaphor. Patrick, what would be the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Yeah, so the be- best way to get a hold of us uh, is to go to sasspartners.io. Uh, you can reach out there and, and find out more about what it is that we do, uh, which is quite a lot. Um, but the biggest thing there, we're very big on on non-sales calls, uh, you know, calls where we just want to understand more about what it is that our clients or prospective clients are building, understand how we can uh, potentially help them accomplish those goals and, and bring their visions to life. And uh, do you have any social media pages that you are active on? Or? Everywhere. You can absolutely uh, get with us on uh, at Twitter at SASPartners.io, or you can connect with me personally uh, on LinkedIn, Instagram, or, or Facebook, uh, Patrick Parker. That's fantastic. And Patrick, I would like to thank you so much for this uh, discussion. It has been a pleasure talking with you. Absolutely. Great talking to you as well, Heidi. Hmm. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss show the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.